Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Disruption Works Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Uh, yeah, just, just had a holiday, so... So yeah, that's you, why yeah. nobody's heard from us. Look at him all refreshed. All right. I know, nice. <laughs> a bit of snorkeling and everything. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Can't beat snorkeling. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Yeah, loads of fish. Really nice, exotic fish as well. So it was beautiful. Stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, today's podcast. Right. So, Steve, um, I think over the, the, you know, the time that we've been doing this, it's been quite a few occasions where we talk about self-service, full-service, end-to-end journeys, blah, blah, blah. So I just thought maybe we'll focus in a little bit on that, maybe give some practical examples, uh, some real-world examples about how people can deliver a self-end-to-end uh, journey for their clients and obviously yeah. save themselves a lot of time internally. Um, so, yeah, I think if, if, if I if I kick this off to say then, what, what do we mean when we say full self-service journeys within the chatbot? Well, well, it's usually where, um, you know, it literally is uh, no human involved in that process. So it's uh, the, a, a customer can come in, uh, whether it's a B2B customer, internal customer or a, um, a consumer will come have a chat with the chatbot. The chatbot will help assist and do a full process all the way through so that there's there's no need for a human to be um, engaging with that process uh, and it saves obviously time it's quick for the customer and it's uh, and it's accurate integrated everything kind of works so there's no it's always the same quality everything's there but the whole self-service journey is literally that a customer serves themselves without you having to have a human at the end of that chain okay I mean, but I guess it could be either or in a way that either the the human, the human or the customer, let's say, did their thing end to end, but then it's yeah. sometimes that is always then over to the business to to pick up a. The well, it depends the where you split the process, because um, the you know a process, if you like, the start of a process is, is or like an onboarding or a, uh, a capturing of that uh, whole piece of data or something like that. That is a process in its own right. What the business then does with that is another process. So, you know, the self-service journey, if you're going to do a, a, <clears throat> a job and a task and then a human's going to have to pick it up to complete it, that's fine. That's a separate process. And there's usually something like that in the business else we wouldn't have any people working for us everywhere anywhere because <laughs> we wouldn't need them you know but we do we always have to have that because there's always going to be a human in the loop somewhere in this process you know but we make it as automated as we can okay so let's think of an example here that of a true end-to-end self-service journey so yeah. i'm on facebook you one of your ads has popped up for steve's lobster shacks <laughs> Well, they're yeah. doing well. I mean, we're, we're going famous. into a big campaign now with the Facebook, you know, uh, and I have famous. to say that it's kicked off quite nicely. Uh, we're getting a lot of interest and we're getting a lot of bookings. So, you know, I'm really pleased with the progress. Yeah, I guess when you were out in <laughs> Portugal, maybe you were fishing around for some, some That's right. right. 
anyway to get back onto the <laughs> get back onto the horse, so to speak. So I've seen one of your ads pop up on Facebook. I click uh, send message and I'm interested in finding out about Steve's Lobster Shacks. Yeah. I'm interested. I want to make a booking. How do I do that through the chat bot? How is that end to end? Well, I think we've said before that they, they, it might not be the entry point. You just go, yeah, I want a booking. It might be that you go, oh, do you do lobsters or do you do, you know, king prawns with such and such or whatever it may be, whatever the the the, the question is, you know, can I bring me cat? You know, whatever the the question is, it could, the, there'll be something that may be a pre-qualifying question to whether whether they want to book. And then you go, yes, we you can bring your cat, and the, you know, cats will love it. It's loads of fish, but if they then uh, then want to book, you just go, so do you want to book? And at that point, the chatbot's still doing a conversational as though somebody's phoned up or they've they've been having some email conversation and you say oh yeah we'd like to book for tomorrow night do you have a table then the chatbot logic will take over and then it will be booking that process you haven't left facebook so you haven't left that it's answered questions it's you know done everything you needed to do to pre-qualify that and then you do the booking integrate into booking system whichever ones you are they're all quite interoperable these days so you know you can do it conversationally so you can go when do you want it for tomorrow night okay so it then understands tomorrow night is whatever the date is and in the evening and you go okay uh, what time yeah, roughly you know the 7 30 okay i've got one for eight and the the chatbot can do all that logic quite easily. You know, we just have to program it in and make it work. You know, so, so you can do the same journey. So I can go through, talk to the chatbot about my requirements and when I'm looking to book. The, the chatbot can go take some of my details as well. Go yeah. great, rule booked in, and then ping me an email to say, you know, is confirmation of your reservation tomorrow night, seven thirty or eight o'clock. Blah blah yep. blah blah. Yep yeah okay and then of course it's you know it's in the system so it was no different as though somebody had phoned up or they'd emailed in for one or they'd gone on the website to actually book through a booking widget you know all those things are possible journeys but what you're doing is covering off a journey that isn't even connected to your website you know so, so yeah, they're I doing mean, all in social media yeah so a human really a really really hasn't had to touch any of that no but they will do at some point because they're gonna have to come Welcome some food and serve it to them. Yeah, you haven't had to have as many people maybe answering the phone to, to, oh, to right. sort the booking. OK, what about slightly more difficult then? I, I want to reschedule my booking. How, is that the same thing? It's very much the same process. Uh, so, you know, the, again, I've got a booking for tomorrow night. Uh, you know and do some qualifying uh, user identification questions that's all sorted found your booking um, and you can reschedule you know uh, using the same logic as you were on the booking so it's no it's not actually much more complicated in fact you've already got all their details so you don't have to go through uh, who are you how many is it for and all that kind of thing yeah. you've got all that detail so all you're then doing is asking the booking system to give you some slots some new days yeah okay. that easy okay let's let's go to another example then let's go one we spoke about kicking off a process so one of the things that we do with the various age uk uh, partners that we work with is patient referrals in yeah 
So someone, a medical professional, social care professional, for example, has got a, a client of theirs that they want to refer in to various services of Age UK. Uh, obviously, there's a GDPR compliant uh, process that needs to happen sure, there, sure. Yeah. as well as um, also getting authorization to provide third, you know, another party's details. But how, do, how does that work from a chatbot perspective? Well, again, same process. What we're doing is a big data capture here. And um, uh, what we've just started working with on AGK is their move to Salesforce because uh, they've, they've got a um, charity uh, edition of Salesforce. And it's going to do all the same stuff that they need, uh, but they're centralizing their effort. So that means all the chatbots that we do for AGK uh, at some point, I expect, will be integrated into Salesforce. Um, but what we do is we kick the process off, enter and capture all the details. And what we're doing is we're triggering a workflow within Salesforce. So what happens is that we've caught all the information about a particular referral in. So if uh, you know social care professionals got um, an elderly person or a, an older person that they want to um, get some assistance for and some support, then all that's straight into the system from the chatbot. Um, nice and easily done or uh, complete information so it's uh, it's easy to do whenever they are um, they want to do it so it can be the middle of the night you know you've got to remember that you've got a and e you've got all sorts of different parts of our social care system trying to do these things at strange hours as well which the charity can't support you know so they can't be there 24 7 but the chatbot can be and then when they uh, come in and um, and they're available. That workflow is kicked off. So then Bob in um, uh, AGK has has got all the information for Joe needs some help. You know, and it's and it's that, and the whole process is kicked off. And 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 what are some of the additional benefits that you think uh, of doing it through the chatbot rather than just emailing in, going, oh, I've got I've got Jimmy here that needs some support. You able to help? It'll be very much uh, full information and also accurate information as well because if you're then translating stuff from an email into your um, CRM like Salesforce then that's going to be you could make a mistake in between uh, so you could get you know contact details incorrect or any anything like that you know those things do happen um, uh, but also uh, you know that you'll have all the information because the chatbot will have asked for every single piece of information that it needs for that process you know and one thing might be different than another so if it's a customer coming in and they're asking for a benefits calculation then that process can be fully um uh kicked off so that the workflow when they come in for benefit calculators got all their details and goes yep yeah, great i've got everything all the details i need to go back with an answer rather than going backwards and forwards asking questions and I think the other point here is that you can ask some pre-qualifying questions as well. So if you weren't sure if your local age UK supported people with dementia, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you could you could ask that question. And then just to just to highlight a point that you mentioned there, essentially that the, if you were to email, the data comes in unstructured. Yeah, that's right. So uh, you've then got to transfer that into your CRM because you know you've you've got to put it somewhere. You can't operate with from within email. Uh, so that process uh, it's already done 
so the whole workflow is even kicked off it's allocated to the right team you know it's allocated to the person that can deal with benefits calculation or referral in from a care professional there'll be different people there'll be different teams usually so at the in moments if you just email straight into info at everybody gets it and it's then has to be handed over so it's loads of internal referrals and that just wastes time and effort and like you say you might not have all the detail because they've given you the person's name phone number but yeah. they didn't give you their email address or what their postal address was so you think be something. Well, is this yeah. within my region or not i'm not even sure so yeah i guess yeah. there's all those things there as well okay let's uh one more example let's go for one more um what about what about uh, an internal one? So, uh, you know, we're, we're, Steve Lobster Shack goes global. We've, you know, you've got 10,000 employees. Some of us are working on devices all day. I need to raise, you know, I've got, let's say I've got a Chromebook that you've supplied and yeah. uh, I've got a problem with it. How could a chatbot help me? Well, uh, again, technical support tickets really is what we're talking about. Um, at, the, the point with those is that what you really want to do is not raise the technical support ticket if you could possibly help it because uh, you don't want 10,000 of them coming in uh, else you'll never you know real man them. but what the chatbot again is good for is is triaging the first part of it and um, seeing what's um, uh, see if it can answer the question first. So go, have you tried these few things? Have you turned it on and off? You know, <laughs> the, the yeah. usual, you know, did that work or not uh, type of thing. And then if it didn't, uh, it's similar to the uh, referred in um, uh, principle is that you take all the details that you need so it's not just partial. You know what the subject is. So, you know, it might be it's a Chromebook rather than a a laptop or it's um you know or a printer or something else so it goes to the right people that can help with that those the, the expert that's relevant for that will get the support ticket and all the information necessary to go back with a solution you know rather than it being like a partial thing and a lot of to and throwing um and kick a workflow off so it'll go into a system it could be any you know uh, technical support system and uh, you've currently got it in i mean we've actually got um uh little frameworks now they've got built in technical supports for simple technical support issues um that's all built in and actually activates in teams you know so if you were running on microsoft then we already have a solution for that which is pretty sweet you know so that works without having to third party one and i guess uh if we're thinking back to our end to end if i've just forgotten my password yeah same thing the, the yeah that's right absolutely you know if you've got the integration to the system then it can generate the uh, password reset um workflow and off you go it's all it's all kicked off if they couldn't find that somewhere else a lot of the reasons that people come to chatbots in the first place is they couldn't find the mechanism that's probably there already so we just provide them another endpoint to do it. So, you know, if it is a password reset, I can't get it in, or, you know, it doesn't seem to be working, then you can go, well, have you tried this? Your username should look something like this. And they go, oh, I've missed that. It's a, oh, it's my email address. Oh, it's not my email address. You know, those types of things are easy fixes, but they would have taken somebody ages to answer those questions. 
you know yeah. we've got a very similar example with client at the moment and there it isn't their email address we get used to our usernames all being our email addresses <laughs> and in this occasion it isn't you know it's you know first name dot surname and that's your username it's all automatically generated so they probably have their password already but their username was wrong on this occasion you know so simple help like that along the way there's already self-service the whole lot and they're, they're in you know okay and, and i guess if there's you know if you want to involve a human in this conversation then they there could be a live chat handover for for yeah yeah and 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 you probably trigger you probably trigger that within the button just have somebody handing there waiting for it to happen you know and just somebody will be with you in a minute be still struggling you know that's easy enough okay all right so just in bullet bullet point format then steve what's um what's the benefit to customers for for being able to self-service through a chatbot well they can get it done any time they like um, most if they're passing on information, it's kind of a referral process that you're doing. They've done it at whatever pr- time they like. They, they know they've done it. It's handed over to you. It's now on the onus of whatever the business is or the team um, is picking that stuff up. It's off their plate. They they've done their bit, and that's a huge satisfying kind of process. It's very easy to do. You can find the answers very quickly and it's conversational. So if you just give somebody a form on a website to fill in, they'll be overawed before they even start it. Um, But if you start just asking them some questions and they're answering questions, they're actually filling a form out. But they're not. So the experience is 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 so much better. So those those are the main benefits, I'd say. Yeah, I think customer service experience when it comes to speed of getting stuff done is a big uh, is a big ticket. Yeah, huge. And that's internal, external, like you've mentioned, yeah. you know, so it doesn't matter where the customer is. It could be any. OK, and in bullet point format for the business <laughs> itself, what, what, are the, what are the advantages of them not having to touch this stuff? Well, cost saving accuracy consistency of service there you go i did bullet points this time (laughs) yeah well it's all you know and this is you know it all it all plays a part in in the bottom line doesn't it yeah it does and you know the thing is it's not necessarily that um uh, you're going to be laying staff off, but people are hard to find. And when you're trying to scale something and, and grow, you will have more queries coming in because your customer base is growing or your support base is growing. So you have to be able to deal with that. And scalability is one of the big things that uh, chatbots helping with now. You know, just being able to deal with a thousand queries at the same time where you could never man that, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, you know, we could go into the, the, the minutiae, if you like, in terms of, well, it stops people doing NAF jobs as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course it you does. Know, people don't want to be sat there sending out password reset links and stuff all day, do they? That's just no, uh, that's nonsense. It's mind-numbing stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Well, I hope everyone found that uh, useful. As ever, if you've got any questions, queries or anything that you'd like us to discuss, do uh, drop us an email and uh, or uh, comment in LinkedIn, whatever it might be. Get in touch and let us know, and we'll be more than happy to look at it. Thanks very much. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Bye-bye.
Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.